This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. So I have had a <clears throat> a bit of writing, got up, got a cup of tea, sat down, and uh, got into the thing. If you know what dusting is, it's kind of it's kind of that. What is dusting? Dusting is this um, emptiness that we we fear to uh, confront or to even you know <laughs> pay attention to. Right? It's like I don't want to deal with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a bit of that, but there's of course there's the joy. There's all the, the, the nuggets, the Easter eggs we've left for ourselves and <clears throat> ourself. So what's the topic? Uh, the topic is uh, pen names. I want to say uh, nom de plume, but I'm... Uh, uh, maybe. A bit of French there. Nom for name. De is of. And then plume as feathers, which kind of makes sense. I considered, I considered a pen name because I wanted to go off and write something else. And I know another local writer who I got to interview, Don De, Don De <laughs> Dom de Brand, uh, amongst his many names, and he uh, he mentioned that he does he's done this a number of times <clears throat> uh, because of genre. Because say when you write in a particular genre, you want to be um, you want to have that recognition, or say that it's your debut in that genre, and. I think that there comes a point where, because he's he has a number of them, these variations on his name, and I believe he has a uh, female pen name amongst those. But but I'm just I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about you know what what is the best way? You know, do you do you want to have that where somebody sort of stumbles on the fact that, you know, their favorite author is actually somebody else they didn't know, and then there's all these other books, and why are they using these different names? I think Stephen King, like, Stephen King had one, and I remember reading that one of the reasons was to see if if people would still read it, right? What sort of like name brand recognition? I think I could be wrong about that, but but that's but that's part of it. Is and then there's the other part of it, like um, J.K. Rowling recently semi-recently uh, it was leaked that 
Uh, she had written a detective novel, like a mystery. It's interesting, too, because the way I read the Harry Potters, uh, I read them as mysteries. Like, to me, it's like very, very strong uh, storyline, mystery storyline. You know, there's a, there is a mystery, there's a murder. Uh, and yet, it falls under the fantasy category, and then it falls under the, um, ultimately, the, the young adult. I think it started off as uh, MG, middle grade. So anyway, she's, yeah, so she's writing the, this adult mystery, and completely uh, detached from uh, fantasy and Harry Potter. And two, that she was writing as a, as a male. That's now reminding me of a an author from if not the 1800s, then the 1700s. I'm sort of probably the eight, early 1800s. But it was, uh, I want to say George McKeith, but that, the last name I'm pretty sure is wrong. But I just remember George. And so it, uh, here's a female author, and she doesn't want the association, uh, the, the baggage, the gender baggage, baggage. So she's publishing under this, uh, under a male name. Which also, I, I believe, I remember J.K. Rowling talking about this association with, you say, why did she go J.K.? Uh, but also, too, uh, why didn't she go Joe? You know, why, why, or John, or something like that. So it almost seems like a keeping, keeping, but not... Uh, entirely letting go. Does that make sense? I guess it was kind of a middle ground, choosing initials. And I've watched on Twitter, I've watched and noticed a lot. Uh, maybe I've made an online identity, a kind of study And to the limitations, the limitations, because I've currently offered to do this interview, and two, it's a very safe interview, because um, if, it was, if, if it was myself talking, that I say I have control over the final edit, or at least close to that. Like, say, right now I could make adjustments, but that's not my style. You know, I want, I want rough and raw, and I want the entire person. But often I'm not getting rough and raw with these uh, uh, writers. And that there's this concern with presentation. And of course, you know, you want to uh, dress yourself up and be presentable 
in whatever way it is presentable. Right. So, uh, so let's see. Mm, and, and and the result of uh, offering this interview is that this this whole business started with uh, two writers who were very gung ho, and. I think it's that one of them has one of them has just started doing uh, has just done uh, small press and that they have uh, experience with um, self-publishing and then the other writer self-publishing then the other writer is more on the side of self-publishing and what else can I say about that so yeah they were very interested when they realized that I was doing interviews with writers then they got quite uh, quite keen and they contacted me and said you know hey Moss you know I'd like to do an interview like interview me and so so I, I, at first I was, oh, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know about this, and and then it went on with uh, them continuing with this interest, and so I was, I followed, uh, I sort of started going, oh, okay, well. Is there a way that I can do this without... I'm just thinking of... As I put the, if, as I put the crow into the back of my mind here. Yeah, so what was it? It was... I remember seeing... Uh, there was a guy who... He handed over his podcast to writers... And I think he would do about three writers an hour. And so I realized that, that they had been um, recording themselves, answering these questions. Um, my, my setup is an hour. I usually sort of do this. I talk for an hour. And sometimes, sometimes it's quite good. And sometimes it's not so good. But it's being done, and, and that's the important thing. And it's, uh, it's rough and ragged, and uh, in stark contrast to the podcasts that are in a studio and all plotted and planned out and everything. Edited. You know, that have these fancy intros with music and... Hi! This is Pete Abishwans, and you're listening to... Right. Okay, um, which, which actually sort of gets into the, I, the question of identity. U- using, changing one's voice 
and that there's this you know sort of personality to it. Right, okay. So yeah, so uh, these initial two writers, I approached them and said, hey, you know, here's, here's some questions if you want to, you know, if we want to try this out. And then uh, I got, I got the, the audio files back, uh, one through Dropbox, the other through email, and I uploaded them. And it worked out. And so I thought, great. And then slowly started to approach other, uh, other authors, other writers. And uh, But, uh, interesting, there's this uh, resistance. There's not this uh, gung-ho quality, usually. The majority are um, <clears throat> resistance, and I, th- I think I think in my own case involving this, I think it has to do with identity and going well. I'm not I'm not a writer who's been discovered. I'm not a famous writer. I'm not uh, you know. I've never been interviewed before. I, I've never done this. Uh, I was mentioning it to my publisher, and they said, "Oh, it's a blog. You're doing a blog. You know, you're doing a you know podcast blog, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And I was, I was going, "Oh, oh yeah, oh, I guess so, right?" Except that you'd you know you'd be listening to it for for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to drag you through my psyche and this adventure in writing, publishing, and promotion. So, yeah, the it just it, it's it's not even just having say say if you had a pen name that doesn't automatically change things. I think it helps. It is, essentially, it is a stage name. Oop, a bit of wind. So it's a, yeah, it's essentially a bit of stage name. Uh, In my case, when I was thinking of it, I, I had presented it to my agent at that time and it, it it was a thud. There was no response, and I took it as <laughs> I took it as something like you can't be serious. Uh, but also too that that was sort of like shades shades of things to come. I think, and um, I was also in the process too of of questioning my own identity, right? And sort of unpacking this. Uh, carefully packed, wrapped, chained uh, identity uh, that I've been carrying around. As, as I've 
been going along. So this would be about two years on Twitter, a couple false starts, but then I start two years. And I, I'm at this point now where I'll notice difference, like say, uh, I'll go through people to follow, and I'll have this checklist. I've mentioned this before, but on the identity side of things, uh, profile images are, are a giveaway to sort of say, you know, is this person professional? Even, even, if, even if they're doing self-publishing, indie publishing, if, you know, that a profile image can say everything. If you're using a logo instead of your face, uh, that says something. What is it? We're, uh, we're human beings. You know, just psychologically, we connect with faces. And using, using a cartoon, a cartoon, an anime, you know, using a face in that sense, but that's still saying something. It's, to me, it's saying, you know, I'm not going to be myself. I don't want to be myself. Perhaps it's currently, let's say currently, I don't feel, you know, like I want to do this thing where I put my, my real face out there. So it's this weird kind of false connection or association, right? Instead of associating with me, I'm going to give you something that you might really like because I like it. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just a, it's, it's a reveal, right? Uh, intentional or unintentional. Uh, and, and two, you know, don't get too close for one, for whatever reason. And just to get back to the, the writers I'm interviewing, and, and some have contacted me explaining why, and I... I sort of, I, I go, so, this is so interesting that they are, you know, that it, it you know, it's, it's on the, it's on the books, it, it's, it's there, and it's, uh, it's, it's of, of concern to them, they want to do this thing, but it's this uh, priority, that they have these different priorities. Uh, and, and I guess I get, you know, that, it, it, that is what it is it's the shift in priorities and uh, I almost want to su suggest that our identity gets in the way of the writing that say we resist and we're holding ourselves back um, myself I can see that in uh, writer's block and I can see it in promotion there's things there's promotions that I've wanted to do but can't there's things that I've been struggling with um, purely because of who I think I am and the constraints of the the person I have been it really is about those baby steps and those micro goals um, 
big changes. <laughs> Moss Whelan has gone from not being published to being published and promoting the, the publication right. But there were all these steps in between. It wasn't just sort of like magically, ah, oh, it happens. And there are dark days. Speaking of which, it's overcast. Uh, and yet, uh, as, as far as, say, writing and publishing and promotion, it's, it's not overcast at all. It's, it's all ahead full steam. But again, as I said, it's, it's these baby steps, micro goals. An interesting choice, just to switch back to Twitter, an interesting choice is... So this is names, the na these names, these choice of pen names that are incredibly obvious that there's... And perhaps this is getting close to stage names. And that it's not about, here's that word again, verisimilitude, uh, meaning close to being truth, true, seeming true, right? That's kind of thrown out the window, and it's, it's a name, but it's a character name. And... They seem, there's an exaggeration that goes on with these names. And they, they feel like they're connected to the genre that, that is, is being written about. That they have a, a quality. And say that they're not names that are, say, typical. For example, you know, say, you know, Stephen King, where it's a, Here's a name that is very much, you know, connected with the culture. And, and two, I don't mean him, the author. And two, the, this great division of the author versus the person. But, uh, like, his, his brand, his franchise. Uh, but I mean Stephen. That Stephen has this connection that goes whoosh back through history. Uh, and it's just going... Is that a Greek name or a Jewish name? Anyways, I'm sure you pick up on that. And then, and then we have a last name, right? And this last name is actually, you know, a a monarch, right? That it has this meaning beyond a, a family name, which which many do, which many do. But it's just in crossing these names, I have this moment of going, you know, this is not a real person. I mean, the name, right? The name is not real. And so there's a quality that attaches to that. Why do that? Part of it is, I'm sure, subconscious. That it's just this, uh, what's it called? A f kind of a fantasy... Um, living out something 
and you, and you just sort of pick something out, out of random off and and you come up with this thing it just bubbles up and you go okay I will I will do this it speaks to me I think there's a safety in that as well there's a buffer because you yourself know you go you sort of say I I'm able to live out uh an aspiration through this moniker uh, this label I suspect as well that I've say that I've stumbled over a few people now doing these interviews where I'm getting too close to home and I into I respect it. I yeah, I respect it. I I wasn't doing I wasn't doing this podcast thing um a year ago. And I and it took a, ser- a series of circumstances um for it to happen. You know, first there has to be a product for me to, you know, to be promoting. And on and on. And then, too, to actually have someone suggest it. You know, and say, hey, Moss, why don't you do da-da-da? Because I was doing um, videos at the time. Uh, And, too, the videos were to promote, you know, to promote my book. You know, bottom line, that's that's how those that started getting going. Back to my uh, publisher, I was just talking uh, with them via direct message through Twitter, and I was just saying, hey, I've contacted most of the writers uh, in Prodigy Gold, uh, and I, I wanted to do this because Prodigy Gold is, uh, they they took a chance on me, and they, uh, yeah, you know, regardless of everything, they just said, hey, let's do this. And it happened. And, you know, it's not perfect, but it's, for me, it's a milestone. It's a first step. Flaws and all. And two, that alone is humbling, that it's it's this learning process. Because I made a whole bunch of mistakes. And, uh, I think part of it is that I'm sort of kind of making up for those mistakes and saying, you know, (laughs) please forgive me, I'm sorry. It's my friend the crow. We're good buddies. So, one last swipe of the crow here. Um, let's see. Right, so talking with my publisher and saying I've approached, like, everybody who's on social media I've approached. I think I approached one writer. They have a cookbook writer, and so I approached, uh, and she's not on Twitter, I think. 
and anyways, I went and I emailed and sort of said, hey, would you like to do this? Uh, really out of curiosity, for a number of reasons, because this, this cookbook is a health food cookbook, and then, you know, here's a, here's a cookbook amongst all of these works of fiction. So it was the, it was the odd one out for me, and it was like, what, what's this? What's this jewel? Right, so I sent a, an email. But uh, even with uh, contacting all of these uh, uh, writers, I think only one has actually uh, responded. I'm just like going through my memory banks here. It's like, I know that Cole did, Cole Farnsbury. And he's got this, uh, he's got this cool Viking fantasy story coming out. Which is, which is, like, say, I'm so glad that he, he did it because, uh, it's kind of preemptive and it helps to sort of get to know a, a bit more about, uh, <laughs> I worry, I worry that the crow one day is going to run into me and damage itself. It's like, I'll be okay, right? But it, it's going to be horribly messed up. Ah, here we go. Okay. So, Cole for sure. I feel like, oh yes, um, I don't want to get the name wrong, but uh, um, she's doing science fiction. She's in Switzerland. And it was such a great experience. I feel like now I'm just talking over I've talked about this before uh, because I'm, I'm promoting the stuff as well I'm sort of considering oh you know maybe there's a Swiss fantasy sci-fi writing group or something or convention maybe they'd like to hear about this so that's at least two there's got to be another person. Uh, and two, the, the sort of the apologies and sort of, you know, oh, sorry, I'm taking my time with this. Uh, I understand. Even if they don't do it, I think that the pressure that's gently being uh, applied to their identity, I think that that is a transformative thing. And I'm hoping that it doesn't Stress, stress them out incredibly, but this sort of it's more of an invitation that it's it's synergy once again, right? And I said, what is it? Allow me to help you to help me. It's like what? <laughs> Anyways, it's it's good for everybody. And two, uh, that I, I I will backtrack at a moment's notice to. Uh, as they move closer and closer to being able to do uh, a one-on-one -on -one interview, uh, long distance. You have to use, I think, Google Hangout app, and then it, it gets sent to YouTube, apparently. But I am still still have to try that out. So, let's see, what else can I say?
Mm. But there's definite, say, people who are... There's, there's, there's a couple levels. There's people who are protecting their identity. Uh, there are people who are... I think they're really, really, you know... They, it's that kind of uh, push-pull of, that they want stuff out there, but that they are held back, right? And that it's just so difficult to, to take steps further. One part of it, too, has to do with, with professionalism. You know, occasionally I'll run into a writer who, who is writing not, not to be read, but to express themselves. And so I, you know, I, I push that over into another category, and there's a place for that. And that's not what I'm doing. Moss, but, you know, you're expressing so much. No. <laughs> I'm doing a story that, you know, it, it just so happens that it, you know, is connected with everything but that I'm dealing with, but it's a story, and you, you pick it up, it has a beginning, middle, ending, it has scene arcs, character arcs, a lot, there's a lot more going into it than just putting stuff down on digital paper. So just push that aside, because I've talked endlessly about that. And let's talk about the difficulty of, say, that you have, you have this pen name. And in a way, you're slowly being outed that there's a decision. Do you move forward with the identity? Do you put your face on the profile pic? Um... Are you becoming professional? Or in the case of, say, the RR people, and maybe some of these people do have RR in their, as middle names, which is fab, but there is a heavy association, and yeah, but, you know, GRR Martins did it. Well, you know, but he's he, he's been he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, and to I have I have envy. I've been writing a long time, but I haven't been like say sending stuff out. That's not true. I've been sending stuff out for a long time and getting rejected. You know, until I you know finally have figured out. Oh, you know, you've got to write to them. You know, you don't just write, you know, how you feel. But I'm just thinking about that and going, I think you legitimately have to have RR in your name. And I kind of like would like to ask, you know, GRR. It's like, hey, you know, is that you? Did you sort of, you love it so much that you decided to put the, that in your name? Or is it an affectation? And why? You know, why, why do you feel the need to do that? Has it been a kind of sort of protection? Like, you know, or sort of an automatic association? 
like say if I went back to the Beauty and the Beast TV series, would I see, you know, George R. R. Martins? Or is this being sort of is this is this for the promotion, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So all these questions. Ultimately, it's an homage. Ultimately. I just I just thought of one of the names, and two if if it is actually your name I'm not slighting it I'm just giving it as an example, Crystal Dawn, or Dawn Crystal, right? And then it has the it's evoking these feelings it has this association. And no judgments, right? It's just sort of like that. It's kind of a typical outcome across. And then say something, something flowery, uh, something feminine in the profile picture. Uh, what happens with me is that I will scroll through profile. Like say if somebody's following me, I'll go take a look. There'll be levels of you know checking it out, and sort of the first level is. First level is name. First level is name, a profile pic. So if I see a picture, I'm probably not... I can, I can go, well, you know, this is probably somebody who's not serious. And then I can go through there, from there through there. If the profile picture... If the profile, sorry, the writing is... Is, you know, say, talking about that they're, that they're a writer maybe their genre, maybe their work in progress, what they're looking for right now, as far as, say, in publishing. Are they studying writing? You know, have they? Um, did they have a degree? Do you need a degree? No! It's all in the library. You just have to go and spend some time in the library. A long time. And, and there's and there's lots of online, sure. But libraries do a particular thing quite well. Twitter does something else quite well. So these names. What's in a name? There's, there's personal association. I mentioned subconscious. So there's, there's the personal connection. Say it could be, you know, you're a super fan of the RR. And I'm just imagining, too, that there are people using RR because, you know, George, George Martins is saying, you know, <laughs> that there's this connection. 
And that's for me I, now to look up. It's like, you know, does, you know, is that George R.R.? Was he born with R.R.? Like, is it, is, it a, is it a free pass to ferry? Is that how you get in? Is, you know, you got to have an R.R. in your name. And two, I, I've encountered one uh, writer. Apparently it's three siblings writing under one name, which is cool. And um, they aren't using a profile picture, you know, sad to say. Uh, they have a logo up, which is fine. You know, that's what they're doing. And it's great just to see that though that there's something starting off it feels earlier, who knows, right? These might be, you know, geriatric siblings. Regardless. remember a long while back uh, getting, not cornered, but finding myself in this conversation that was it, it, it was sort of say it was with an, and two, it was with a number of people who weren't um, providing like say the profiles, right? The names. There might have been a profile picture, but the name was not their name, say obviously. Or that there was some kind of uh, change to it, which can be playful, but there was uh, just this lack of, of the professional. Like, oh, Moss, why is the professional important? Hey. It's it's cultural. It's sort of like, are you there to do you know business? Are you there to talk shop? And ultimately, it wasn't that. And it was um, yeah, it was about other stuff. And but it was just like say I'll hear people talking about sort of the the outside Twitter. <laughs> I'm in one of these kind of pocket universes, this uh, writer's Twitter, and it's very nice. But I'm, you know, I'm not interested in going out and getting involved in the rest of Twitter. Uh, I, I think too, yeah, because I was there at the beginning, and then I have sort of gotten into this group, and there's this moderation that's going on, moderating. And there's, uh, yeah, and then occasionally we have people who totally blow it. And it's coming from a mile away, though. I mean, it's very obvious. And it was it's just like, yeah, well, you know, you lost your shot. And uh, sort of looking at that as well, I think that identity gets in the way. You know, and here are individuals who are unable to bring themselves to the table. Right, that they you know they're uh, 
I just remember one guy, he was, uh, I think too it has to do with frustration. It was this weird thing, a combination of, uh, you know, here's an individual who's using, they're not using a profile picture, like, and to, that's, that happens as well. There's this theft of another writer's profile picture. Which, again, says so much, right? It's like, wow, okay, so you're just here to, you know, you're a 12-year-old, basically, and you're just having, you're angry at your parents, and, uh, you know, you should be on the street, <laughs> should be on the street smashing cars and uh, all kinds of things, but no, you're on the internet. That's sadness. Moss, are you advocating juvenile delinquency? No. I'm just I'm just thinking of the the potential. And this is this is me farther farther along, farther ahead, uh, doing this thing. And uh, there's still uh, quite a lot of uncertainty, but I can always sort of say jump back to before being published. And th- there's that change. There's that, say, um, a different way of uh, being, thinking, and it, it it's it's not sort of like say, oh, it hasn't happened. It's like, no, 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 it has happened. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> author identities, writer identities. Even in that word, there's a lot going on. And that there's an, an argument uh, within uh, the publishing community split, and that you have um, self-publishers who are saying, you know, it, it, it's the definition of, of of author. Uh, and to, I would like to, I would like to sort of say, oh sure, but the problem is, is that you, there's that division, even now, like say, it almost feels like the, the banner, the self-publishing banner, the indie publishing banner, right away, there's the question of, well, what kind of author are you? And that's where it starts to break down. Unless you're really bulletproof, right? And then you can go, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm proudly independent. You know, and I put a, a lot of time, effort uh, into crafting a, you know, an amazing, beautiful product that I'm proud of. And that you are, right? You are, you know, you know you've put in the, you put in the time. Uh, how long should it take? to, you know, create this product? Years. Seriously, it takes years. And if, if it's not taking years, then you're doing it wrong. Why? The, the margin for errors lessens. <laughs> That's one thing. The, uh, the, the strength of storytelling increases. And it ought to be where 
the, the process involved in traditional publishing ought to be mirrored as much as possible. How long does it take in traditional publishing to develop a project? Years, right? You know, years of working on it, going to others, saying, what do you think? And to, like, you know, professionals, right? Say, people's, or super fans who are going to give you the goods and not just praise you. Because praise will only get you so far. You know, you'll, you'll end up with a heavily praised product. But that's it. Moss, you're using the product word again. Well, when it gets onto the shelves, that's what it is. And we do have a, an amazing um, love affair, a love affair with literature. It's interesting. I was just talking with this, just going by and saying uh, uh, hello to a uh, to a um, a dog. And uh, there's this moment of uh, suddenly sort of saying, you know, hello to the owner. Slightly awkward. <laughs> it's still, still okay. Was it pets? You know, the, the, great, the great bridges of civilization. So should you, should you choose a pen name? Jumping back to Don DeBrant, that for him it has to do with uh, different genres and not wanting to have the association, and that that extends, you know, on all levels of success. So you could be cranking out fantasy novels, but you have you know, suburban, uh, suburban house person romances. You might have one avenue that is totally straight and the other that is totally curved. Uh, Moss, what did you just mean by that? If you don't know, you're probably straight. Uh, it's interesting with my background that... Uh, I was curved. <laughs> Be, uh, say, growing up in the in a community, they they defined say people who are outside of the community as uh, straight. So if you were if you were not a hippie, you were straight. But if you were a hippie, then you were curved. But they didn't use the term curve. That's me, being me. Yeah, so should you should you have a pen name? I suspect that at a certain point and and too I'm thinking of best possible scenario, best possible picture, that you make it you make it big, you make it hard, you have other stuff you want to work on. And there's this huge huge association. 
it's weird because it's sort of, uh, I'm thinking of Joe Hill, who is the son of uh, Stephen King. And right there, it's like, well, why wouldn't you call yourself Joe King, right? And, and two, part, beyond, beyond the, the funny in the name, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too, is, <laughs> you know, the, the steps, like his, is his actual name Joe King? Because that's glorious and horrible at the same time, right? You know, I'm Joe King. Just kidding. Uh, or is it really getting away from, like, that the first name is different? Like a completely different name. Uh, and yet he has associated himself uh, with horror and his his father. They've written together. They've done stuff together. So maybe it was a way to sort of start out and to sort of do your own thing, but then also to welcome the association uh, and the help that brings to the brand. And just thinking of the final... Um, sort of a final sort of going back to I'm thinking of many times I've heard of uh, actors musicians such as Elton John I was just reminded that Elton John you know that's not his name and there was an invention in the movie that he gets to John, he looks up, and he sees this photo. This is uh, a recent bio-musical. And so the, the, you know, the, the piano man that is about to become Elton John, he looks up and he sees, he sees a picture of uh, the Beatles. And so he's, uh, he, he gets, you know, John, you know, John, Paul, Ringo. George. And and also I've heard that that's not the actual story, so that has that's a, that's a lovely fabrication that was included. And what he got the name Elton from uh, a musician that he was playing with. But sort of like the question is why there are there are many artists who have these unique names that don't get changed and then there are ones that have these names that do. Does it have to do with being kind of unsure? Let's say, you know, your identity where you're at. You're looking at it as a, you know, well, I can't do it, but this person can, right? Or, you know, if I use this as a costume, as a disguise, I'll be incognito. Just thinking again of Elton John in these amazing costumes, and that those that those helped, right? You're sort of getting into character. You're the performer, right? Extravagant and flamboyant. There we go. It can also be the, the difficulty of a situation. I'm thinking of somebody who's 
in the closet, uh, LGBTQ+, or perhaps some other form of uh, minority that, uh, you know, this person feels. They might even be in a, in a country where they would face, you know, possible execution for the literature that they're creating. There are all kinds of reasons. Uh, so from, you know, from the personal to the, you know, external threat, internal, it, it could even be personal conflict, say, with, uh, with community, right? That, you know, you don't want your family or your friends or uh, so-and-so to know, right, that it's you doing this thing. Part of me, even though I've argued that sort of we've got to take responsibility <laughs> for what we create, part of me is also that it's better to vent, right? That it's better to sort of, and perhaps it can help. I'm just thinking of stories which say, Im imagine if you can, a story that is horrible, but that you... But there is some sort of redeeming quality, which is difficult, but say, to sort of go, oh, I'm glad this is on paper, right? I'm glad this is um, not a realized thing. And, of course, for me, I hope that there's so much more, that it's not just uh, sort of like a slasher movie where we... It's a weird thing because we say, oh, there's no purpose, right? You know, this is just a waste. But then, but then is it, right? There's all these questions of why was it done? Uh, is this freedom of speech, to, you know, to what degree does freedom of speech take us? Um, I, I, have a, I have a friend I met at a workplace, and she's a bit distant now, but... Uh, there's a lot of connections, but he's uh, a horror guy, and I'm I'm more on the fringe. I guess I'm horror light. <laughs> I want horror with some drama, <laughs> but he's uh, he's all out, right? And I remember sitting he, him sitting me down and showing me this horrific scene. Like he was just it just sort of fixated with the scene and how it was done and the effect that it had and I can admit it was it was sickening but at the same time and riveting but at the same time uh, it was it was it was sort of like you know this safe environment right where you go and you're going to have this experience but you can leave it and you know that it's not real, and I want to, I don't know if there was a catharsis for me, but for my friend, definitely, right, and that, that there, there, there's this kind of purge, right, um, I'm not sure if I've gotten myself into deep water here, Moss, what are you advocating, and I, I guess I'm ending with, I'm ending with coming back to uh, identity and just sort of what exactly is in a name and 
say, just thinking about Vancouver, thinking about, say, people changing their names, thinking about, say, wanting to fit in, not wanting to have a name that is different. And, and in that, is, it's so interesting, right, this notion of what, what one is supposed to be. I'm just thinking of a family I know right now who are going through a really tough time because the, they're immigrants, uh, their son is uh, facing a lot of... Uh, he's, he's being bullied. He's facing uh, this abuse at, uh, at his school, and he's, so he stopped going, and he's, uh, he's in danger. He's at risk. And that, you know, we're still there, and it says so much. And it's, it's all about a name, it's all about uh, uh, an identity, and, and the power of that. Like, what if this kid just, you know, changes his name to uh, Tom, uh, Tom something. You know, it's just a name that, you know, means something. Smith, right? And this, that's not, this, that, that's not this kid's background, but is, is that all it takes, right? And if this kid uh, changes uh, his accent, you know, accent to parents, you know, does he have to dress up and conform and give, give his bullies what they want? And two, you know, what if, what if he fights back, lashes out, hurts someone, you know, who, who's the bad guy now? Uh, right, on that note, take care.